Tier 7, elevating you to the highest level to create the greatest good. And here's your Tier 7 coach, Coach T-Bone. Hey, what's up, what's up, everybody? All right, welcome once again to the Thriving Momentum and this is Coach T-Bone from Tier 7, empowering you to shift and to create your new world. All right, all right, for my, not haters out there, but my homies and proppies out there. All right, I got it right. I mentioned the name of the show this time, getting it in there. All right, this is episode number five, and today we're going to be talking about empowering your ADHD. You know, I, I like uh, doing the podcast like after I've actually been coaching someone because the stuff is kind of like fresh in my head. And so then I can share it with you. And then also it's uh, relatable because then the person who just had whatever they're coaching can actually listen to the podcast. And if there was something maybe that they've forgotten in our little conversation and coaching and working through things, this can actually be a refresh for them. So it actually serves for two purposes. All right. So we're going to chop it up a little bit here today. Word. All right. So what we're going to do, I want you just like, uh, why well, I, I told you where this episode is coming from, but so today I was coaching an executive client <clears throat> who had been diagnosed with ADHD. Now, if you don't know what ADHD is, it's attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And sometimes people just call it, you know, ADD attention deficit disorder. You know, it just depends. It's like, goodness. Uh, okay, I was gonna let me let me stay on task here. I was gonna get on my soapbox and talking about the DSM five or whatever those different type of things and how we categorize all these, but that's okay. We'll save that for another day. So anyway, I, so I can tell you that uh, this person, of course, that I was coaching today, her office, if you were to go in, it would look disheveled and it would look like it was disordered. And you know, having been, of course, a senior executive. Uh, assistant admin myself, my some of my former days in corporate, I can definitely feel feel for the individual that has to organize her world because I know it's it's not easy. However, I'm hoping that after today's uh, coaching session, and we'll probably have a few more with her. What I'm really hoping is that I believe that things are really going to be better, totally better. But, you know, here's the thing when we talk about even with the, the ADHD. I always take the perspective that before you really label something as a disorder, um, attempt to figure out if it possesses strengths, right? So when someone comes in with me, they're like, hey, Coach Tebow, you know what? I got this whatever ADHD. I'm just looking for some possible strategies and stuff to whatever help me to, to make it. And I'm like, okay. As soon as you come in and you say to me, whatever, disorder, okay? So if that's the label, whatever, the therapist, or psychiatrist throwing you, okay, that just gives us a little bit of information of maybe what you're dealing with from a brain perspective, right? But then we're trying to figure out, okay, but what is the strength with whatever this is that you're bringing to the table, right? That's the way that I look at it. That's why I say I'm strength solution. So that's just how I roll. So I'm always looking for the strength solution. All right. Can you guys feel me on that? I think you probably can. So before our coaching session, what I did was I actually attended um, one of her team meetings and they were doing a team meeting via Zoom. Now, oftentimes, you know, before COVID, I would actually be sitting in the meeting. So I would, you know, if I was coaching somebody, especially if it's a high profile person, 
and I was brought in to work with them, I'd fly out to where they were and I would actually sit in the meeting because that's the best way that I can kind of, you know, tell what's going on. Okay, but anyway, during the meeting, I could tell, you know, she was a bit nervous, and but I needed some real life interaction with her. I need to see, okay, what's what's going on? What's coming up, right? If we're going to coach this, we got to have more information about it. So, you know, I just simply told her, I said, look, if, if anyone asks, just simply introduce me as a business analyst and just say I'm doing some research on team effectiveness. Which, which is true. I was doing, I was doing research work on team effectiveness, right? It was her, but still, that that was true. So, didn't lie. Okay. So, um, so I'm just focused on how her ADHD might be actually affecting her leadership and the team. So, as I was sitting there, you know, on the Zoom in the meeting and stuff, you know, I listened, um, and I listened, and I took a few notes, and when you muddled through the ADHD, you could see that this woman, she was brilliant. She had a brilliant mind. I mean, the girl was throwing down left and right. She was, I mean, she had all the visions, great on the forecasting, but yet what I could tell that some of her ADHD, and I'm going to call them habits or inclinations, were actually losing the team. So you could look at the looks and kind of see people were trying to, they were confused, um, looking at the micro expressions and things on their face, right? And of course, I've been there before. <clears throat> so those of you um, that are living with ADHD or ADD, first of all, just realize how frustrating life can be um, when you're leading, when you're building a business, where you're trying to foster relationships. And first of all, that's because, you know, if people don't know, what happens is people with ADHD, they oftentimes get mislabeled or their um, expressions or whatever their actions are oftentimes misconstrued. And that's because people just don't understand. They don't understand kind of what's going on in the brain. They don't understand maybe that's how the person actually communicates. And so then you run the whole, the whole gamut because then if you've got ADHD and then people know and then you've got the whole negative stigma uh, because you have a disorder, right? So then you probably don't feel too hot, too confident. And actually often what I notice when I'm coaching individuals who haven't really got a hold of it or figured out what the strengths are, oftentimes there's some depression, there's a little bit of anxiety, like I said, a nervousness going on uh, because of that stigma. However, keep hope alive, people, because all right, because you can find effective strategies, that's what we're talking about today, to help you not just cope, but to actually thrive, to actually thrive. And when you learn the strategies and start using them, they will make a big difference in your success in creating that world that you want. I remember um, when I was actually, when I was working at Microsoft, and it was interesting because I worked with a person who was ADHD. And so one of the things I would have to do, and this is what they kind of brought me in for, she, like I said, this person, it was, which is interesting, it was a female also, brilliant mind, one of those people who could, it was almost as if they're looking through the time continuum, for those Star Trek people out there, as they were looking through the time continuum, and they could say, okay, this is where we need to be, whatever, in five years, and they could see the vision and all these different type of things. 
But the issue was when it came to reining it in and figuring out what were the concrete tasks and things that we needed to do to get us to that vision, they would just freak out. They would be overwhelmed, right? And so that's why they would bring me in uh, because that was one of my, my skills. I could take the abstract and then I could do what we call reverse engineering back down to the actual individual steps that we needed to take to actually get us to the vision, right? Which is a technique actually that you can use if you are ADHD. All right, <clears throat> so what I'm gonna do with you, so uh, let me, I'm gonna share a few things um, that I shared with her to help her. And I'm just gonna give you some of her top challenges. Now she had 11, as we were sitting there, identified 11, but we're only gonna hit a few of the major ones. All right, so this is what Coach Tupone is getting ready to do. So make sure that you're listening. Consider this your wake up call. Boom, what was that? Me dropping some knowledge on you. All right, that's what we're getting ready to do when you just drop some knowledge on you. All right, I love that. All right, so this was the first thing that we identified for her to help her through these challenges, some things that might empower her. And the first one was to, if you do have the HDHD, <clears throat> just remember to stay focused on task. And I'm going to say, especially if you're in a position where you're a person who gives presentations, okay? So what I found that as you know, I was observing her, that she would often digress and she would go down these rabbit holes, which we all do from time to time, right? I, you know, I got to lift my holy hands on that one because I'm guilty of that just as much. But usually because we have so much information, whatever, in our heads and we want to make sure that we get all that information out and we attempt to give it all, what happens is we don't stay on focus and then we go down that rabbit hole but oftentimes what happens is the person with the ADHD, they go down the rabbit hole and they never return. And that can really be counterproductive if you're working with your team, working with relationships, whatever it is, right? So we gotta try and elevate that and push that a tier up. All right, here's the next thing. So the first one was stay focused on task. And there's some different ways to, to do that. The next thing you wanna do is oftentimes, or at least I noticed with her, uh, one of her challenges was she just really had a hard time tuning out distractions, okay? So she was easily moved from whatever she was doing just by the slightest, it could be noise or whatever person could be doing, fidgeting, fiddling, depending on what she was really focusing on. So she had a hard time tuning out the distractions. And so that's one of the things that you have to do. Now, look, I'm just going to give you a strategy while we're just right here drop some more knowledge on you from Coach T-Bone. <clears throat> We're gonna do a little freestyling. If you have ADHD and you're giving a presentation, one of the things you wanna do is you wanna set expectations up front that either you're gonna take questions at the end of the presentation or at the end of each section of your presentation. So if you set the expectations up front, one, you're going to have, of course, less people, whatever, raising their hand, chiming in until you either finish the presentation or if you do it by section. Now, I'm going to tell you, I, <clears throat> excuse me, man, the smoke is killing me, guys. Um, so what I had her to do uh, since I had watched her and she was giving the presentation, that during the end of each section of her presentation to then say, okay, are there any questions? So then that way she wouldn't have to worry about or be distracted about, oh, I'm not going to remember what it is that I wanted to say. 
All right, so I'm just throwing that out there as a strategy you can actually use. I mean, I really felt bad. I felt bad for her because each question that a person would ask would sidetrack her, and then it was hard for her to recover. All right, so top challenges. Here was a, another challenge that I noticed that she had, and that was that she was taking on so many tasks, but she wasn't finishing them. Okay, so I had an opportunity to spend a little bit more time with her afterwards and to ask some questions. Now, of course, right, you see the problem with that. That means that every shiny new task becomes a distraction. So it goes right back up to the one that we had before. And so that means that it's pulling my attention. It's pulling resources away from your most important goals. And then what happens is it starts to fill up. Your mind starts to fill up. And now you start to feel overwhelmed. All right, for those of you, of course, that took my class, right, on the message of emotions, remember when we're overwhelmed? Remember what that emotion is trying to tell us. It's trying to tell us that we need to prioritize. And once we prioritize, we don't feel overwhelmed, okay? Because that's what that emotion is trying to um, tell us. Some of the other things that I noticed she was having uh, difficulties with, uh, failure to complete and kind of meet her deadlines. She was really feeling undervalued. And if you're dealing with the ADHD, um, like I said, oftentimes maybe because people don't want to understand how your brain is working, functioning, and maybe they can't relate to it. And so oftentimes we can have that anxiety. We can um, have that idea of feeling that we're really not contributing anything uh, or because it's difficult for people to understand us, we feel undervalued. All right, so those were the, some of the top things that I noticed with her. So, so what are some things that we can actually do that might help us? What are some strategies? All right, so here's the first one. Coach T-Bone's going to drop the knowledge. We're going to break it down. Okay, so the first thing you want to do, or one of the things I should say, it doesn't have to be the first, is you want to avoid multitasking. In other words, staying focused on the task. It's really necessary in order to get the work accomplished. Now, some people find that, um, that when they're multitasking, of course, it's really a problem. Some people think that they can actually multitask. I haven't really run into a person that really can multitask and stay focused on one task. And it's interesting because we have kind of this myth out here, and we use the word all the time, multitasking. Now, our brain, a brain's a very efficient tool, but the reality is it can focus on one single task at a time, okay? One single task at a time. And even research shows that multitasking, which means, of course, you're just performing what you consider several tasks at the same time, actually reduces the productivity as much as 40%, okay? So think about that. And so there were researchers, they were uh, specializing and they did all the brain imaging and those different type of things. And what they found out is when you've got, of course, too many things going on, that it interferes actually with the brain activity. So you're really not as productive as you think that you are. Because the reality is your brain can really only focus, focus on one thing at a time. Now, I might be picking out, you know, peripheral stuff going on out here, wherever in the atmosphere. But the reality is multitasking. It usually tasks on one thing. All right, so what does this mean? It means one of our strategies needs to be one thing 
at a time. So you can create a variation on this strategy, you know, for your office. So, you know, um, power down on one project for 45 minutes. So you say, you know what, I'm just going to focus and concentrate on this, whatever, for 45 minutes. Okay. If you're dealing with a, whatever, like I said, relationship and we're ADHD, then you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do my best to focus and listen into this conversation and focus in on it for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, if you're listening to someone that's talking. So you're really focusing. So change that focus and concentrate it in whatever that specific period of time, but you're only focusing on one thing. And so then that ensures that you're going to have opportunity then to actually work on it, and it's going to be easier. Now here's another thing that I found that I actually uh, gave her. I told her to chunk it. Now you guys probably know what chunk it is, and if not, chunk it just refers to, um, it's an approach that we use. And what chunking does, it just breaks things up, I'm going to say, into smaller pieces. If you were dealing with, a, if we talked about chunking information, uh, just like numbers, you would break those long strings of numbers or information up to units or into units into chunks, which then, of course, makes it easier to commit to your memory. So my advice to her for one of the strategies was to actually try chunking, the chunking process. So break the larger amount of information into smaller units, then identify if there were like any similar uh, patterns, similarities, then organize your information, of course, based upon those patterns, those similarities, and then just group everything into manageable units. Okay. So th just think about this. You say from a practical perspective, Coach t how am I doing this? So maybe the next time you're trying, let's just say you are ADHD. The next time you're trying to remember items from a list, start by forming them into groups. Okay. If you're working with a list of vocabulary words, for example, you might create small groups of words that are similar or related to one another. This is all the process of chunking. You know, a shopping list might be broken down into smaller groups based on whether the items are vegetables or fruits, dairy, grains, whatever, right? So the whole concept is just breaking tasks or list, whatever it is, down into smaller pieces so they can help you feel actually less overwhelmed. Now, notice I talked about when you're feeling overwhelmed, what do you do? You prioritize. This is the same concept, okay, that we're talking about. And so then this way, things don't feel so insurmountable. You'll find yourself actually procrastinating less. And uh, what you'll notice is as you chunk, everything will just feel more manageable. The other uh, thing I asked her to, to think about was to actually form herself a network, connect with a positive a group of coworkers. So I really think it's important to have support or people who can understand maybe some of your issues. Like I said, when I was um, coaching this one individual, another individual, when she was at Microsoft, brilliant, but it was difficult for her and I could tell the anxiety she, she would feel because people just didn't understand what was going on in her brain. Now, I remember when I would sit down and, and talk with her and, and once I started to understand how things were going on up there and how she was communicating, how it'd be expressed. I mean, man, we tore up the world. I mean, we just, ugh, we killed it. But that's because I took the time to actually find out what was going on. I took the time to 
support her, to be that positive person. And so that's one of the things you want to make sure that you do. And then the last thing I shared with her uh, was one, especially if she's in meetings or she's for an ADHD person, sometimes it can be difficult when you're trying to listen to an individual and you find in your mind just kind of scattering and going all over the place. So one of the strategies I gave her was to paraphrase. So if you tend to lose focus, like while somebody's talking with you, then try and paraphrase back what is said, right? Of course, in the coaching world, we call it acknowledging and validation. But what you're going to do, you're going to try and paraphrase back what is said periodically during the conversation. What that does is that just keeps you active. It keeps you involved. And one, it, the other thing is it helps you assure that you're actually getting and you're understanding the important points that the person is trying to convey to you. So, I mean, you can do this like even in whatever email, memo, if you have to write notes, whatever to yourself to remember, but try it, try paraphrasing. And I, I promise you that will help a little bit more when you're trying to hone in and actually listen in the conversations. Woo, man, I'm just telling you, 20 minutes goes by really fast on this show. But you know what? That's the whole point. We're trying to help you to thrive, thriving momentum to keep you moving forward. And if you are a person and you are dealing with ADHD, I just want you to know, first of all, I can understand some of, some of the frustration, those different type of things, but do not give up, right? Find someone who can help you to develop the strategies that you need. And remember, there is you have to look for what are the strengths in the ADHD that you have. So maybe because of it, you are a brilliant visionary. So then use that to the best of your ability and realize that what other people might call a disorder, there are pieces of it that are actually strengths, right? All right, so remember you go up to the website, tier7coaching.com. Man, I got tons of stuff up there. If you want to take a couple of e-courses that I have going, uh, if you want to, I think I dropped a new 10-week um, email. Um, I think it's like inspiration of just, oh, leadership. That's what it is, leadership. So sign up for that if you're interested in leadership and just learning more about it and uh, things that you can use to do better leadership, right? If you're stuck in tier one because of COVID, man, I've got a program for you up there too. So there's just tons of stuff that is up there. But you know what? In order to thrive, you got to put your foot on the gas. In the words, you got to be going somewhere. You got to do some action. All right, everybody, this is Coach T-Bone taking you out once again. Hey, Tier 7, where we're trying to elevate you, of course, to the greatest good. All right, guys, until our next time, peace.